0: Hello, thank you for joining us on another episode of Why Theory. As always, I'm your host, Ryan Engley, joined as always by Todd McGowan. Todd, how you doing, buddy?
1: Good, Ryan, how are you?
0: I am doing well. Uh, what are we doing I'm today,
1: snowed Todd? in here in, uh, you, uh, in <laughs> <that's> Vermont. <great. laughs>
0: I am I am quite the opposite. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Although it's like, I don't know, it's like some someone would say it's cold for Southern California, but I You're mean, right. what a ridiculous statement. Yeah, right. no, absolutely not. Um... So <laughs> snowed in, does that, uh, does it's that, like two that have... feet of snow, I think.
1: So it's really Jeez. significant. Yeah. yeah.
0: That is a thing. Like I yeah. remember being there when there was funny that, uh, there was so much, what a stupid anecdote to start with. But I remember that uh, we had a grad class, like grad seminar that was canceled because it was a little windy. And then there was a couple times where there was like a foot of snow on the ground and like I had to teach at like eight thirty in the morning. Trunge out yeah. there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Anyway. yeah. Um, anyway. so what are we doing today?
1: We're gonna to talk about the mirror stage. So it's, yeah, um, it's it's ironic that we haven't talked about it yet, given that <laughs> we talk about Lacan so much, but it just shows how at odds we are with the Yeah, the it's a little revealing, the, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Or the popular opinion. Yeah.
0: Well yeah. it's true. I mean like this I mean this uh, to, to begin with the, um, I think, uh, the stature of the piece before right. we get into it. And I think that we're going to try to go through this um, in a bit of a Disney sing-along way where um, we both have the text in front of us. And so if you – I don't know how other how listeners listen to us like in – If car you're at the gym,
1: or, you probably won't be able to do this.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably don't do this. But if you have a copy of the Acree – um, and uh, you can follow along with our, um, our, our reading and, and, and our uh, exegetical uh, approach to the, to the text. But before we start doing that, um, it is worth looking at like the, the place that this occupies in uh, like the wider world of, uh, of like literary and cultural theory to, to, right. to quote the title of the, the Norton Reader. This is probably the most famous thing. Lacan wrote. Well, I don't uh, think for, you can even say probably. Yeah. I think it yeah. just definitely is. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So it's in it. It is in the, all these anthologized, you know, readings of uh, critical, you know, readers for critical theory for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if there's one thing by Lacan, it's the thing that's in there. So it has really an outsized import, and it and it's I would say an oversized import.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. One of the things that um, well, one of the projects that I've become really um. Uh, en- engrossed by recently, and like you and I have talked about uh, of doing something with this, uh, is to like rethink what the, the introduction to, to psychoanalysis should be. And one of the reasons that I, um, or the like this episode suggested itself to me is that this is almost always like if you're in college or or even high school uh, at like in a senior uh seminar or or like a um like an AP class or something you might come across this this essay and this is your introduction to to Lacan uh and to uh, to psychoanalysis after Freud and it's hard not to be
1: a conspiracy theorist isn't it <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh because you like the, this this um it's like designed this,
1: to, to make people not like it yeah, yeah, yeah. fair, fair or enough. to think that Lacan's a total moron one of those yeah
0: it's okay so I mean hold on no, no no you've given away your position I yes, what I, I what I um and I don't even think I'm just gonna say this and and this is my um this is my position is that I think that because it's all because the genie is already out of the bottle I think um I know you have a uh you have a you, Todd scorched earth McGowan on this one um where i think I'm, I'm a little bit more like maybe we can see the genie in a different way yeah um yeah, yeah. and so I don't know maybe that's a, a useless uh um a middle middle path so we'll we'll see but um uh, just a little history, Todd. Yeah, I'll give piece. a little history. So yeah. the
1: essay was first published in 1949, the mirror stage as formative of the eye function as revealed in psychoanalytic practice. So that's the essay published in 1949. Mm-hmm. Uh, he then alludes when he, at the beginning of the essay to the fact that it's published. They gave it at a conference, sorry, not published, but he gave it at a conference 13 years later. So it's the, the essay has its origins in 1936, although that essay is gone. It's lost to history. Mm. Mm. What's interesting is he doesn't mention the fact that he's played basically... He hasn't plagiarized the essay, but the concept of the mirror stage mm-hmm. is taken from this guy named Henri Wallon. And that's uh, W-A-L-L-O-N. And okay. he and Wallon was... Um, Lacan knew him and he got the idea from him. I mean, he, he develops it in a way that Wallon doesn't, but it's still... Nonetheless, the basic idea that this mirror, st- that, that looking in the mirror has a formative effect and mm-hmm. develops the child's ego, that mm-hmm. was that was Wallon's idea. So, so it's not the fact that we associate mirror stage with Lacan, like that's his main idea. Well, if that's his main idea, that's a problem because mm-hmm. it's he's, it's not his main idea. So that's it's the, like
0: ha- it's like half of Led Zeppelin, right? Correct. You're thinking correct. They are their own songs. <laughs> that's <right>. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> that's right. So, so. Uh, and, and you know, it's our friend uh, Juan Pablo Lucelli t- uh, t- defends Lacan's mm-hmm. originality in the mirror stage by saying, "Well, okay, but Willon didn't have the notion that there's a there's a parent in the mirror that plays an important role." But you've yeah. made this point before. Uh, mm-hmm. If you read the essay closely, there's <laughs> no parent in the in the mm. mirror either in Lacan's no. version.
0: No, there's not. If you're like, if you're very very generous it's implied like if you're so generous you, but you have to be aware of the problem to put that there. Just, I mean, we're going to get to it and you know, there's a tottering child like barely in control of its motor functions looking at itself. And it's implied that there's a parent there cause who would leave a child by themselves at that right, age? I right. get, you know, but it's not in the essay. It's not until uh, to my mind, maybe he says this earlier, but it's really not until seminar 10 that, that he Br- brings that interpretation retroactively to the mirror stage. And it's super interesting. And I think Juan Pablo is right. Like, the, it's a, it's an interesting idea, but I don't think it has occurred to Lacan yet. In, in He's actually. retroactively
1: producing his originality. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, also, really quick, did your title, so your title, because um, I know that um, Sheridan and Fink uh, translated the Accree, is your title as revealed in psychoanal- psychoanalytic practice? Because mine is uh, Experience.
1: Oh, I probably miswrote it. Sorry. Oh, okay. No, so. no, no, it's that's, that's no, okay. No, well, no. Yeah. Yeah, as, yeah, this is my error. Yeah. So boo. Yeah, yeah. So thank you for correcting. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, good. yeah. Um I have to say the one thing that we So as revealed in psychoanalytic experience. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That was I wonder why that's that's not a very interesting Freudian slip. Um <laughs>
0: That's cigar is cigar. So yeah,
1: just a slip. It's just it's just an error. It's just an error (laughs) deriving from my age, I think. Um, (laughs) Okay. uh, But we used to. You said that there's always a parent in the mirror. We used to put our Mm -hmm. our twin boys, Hillary, and I would put our twin boys in front. We have a, a room with closet doors that are just huge mirrors. And Mm -hmm. we used to put them, (laughs) once they turned six months, we would just set them in front of the mirror. We'd think like, this is our, this is an important parenting moment. we got to set you dudes right in front of this mirror. And it didn't, I don't think it really had a great effect. Although they do, they don't know, both of them know the concept of the mirror stage now. So I'm not Mm -hmm. sure if that was the way in which they got that knowledge or it's because they listened to us talk, but they, they got that, it. So.
0: That's pretty funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. So if the, uh, the lesson is we'll just preempt it, uh, at six months, take your child to a fun house and uh, let them cool. figure, figure themselves out. Um, <laughs> that's pretty yeah. good.
1: Like, cause you know, it's funny. Cause I bet there's essays written on the movie us, which takes place in a fun house and the, the child's yeah. older. But mm-hmm. I wonder if there's people that have talked about that in terms of mirror stage. I have. We, obviously, as you know, we've have a different reading of us than that. Both of yeah, us. But, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: there's another. You know, it's funny. And and this is like last tangent before we go back to the thing. Uh, yeah. In the uh, the Watchmen series, there's a uh, a conscious reference to um, the lady from Shanghai uh, with yeah, the, the great mirror. M- magic yeah. mirror maze. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really it's a it's really cool because the like what I um what I like so much about the um well one of the one of the shots is the two characters uh left and right on the screen projecting infinity and be like beyond but it's like one of those things where they're trapped by infinity and that impossibility of logic i just think is like unbelievable
1: incredible i mean you also could read that see that shot where uh the, the the two things on the side as as like sexual like that's a depiction of the two forms of sexual difference right like that's mm. it's just an incredible i think that, that is scene, actually
0: in the watchman scene too that is kind oh, of what's going on the, yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting yeah yeah
1: i think it may be the best filmic moment in the history of cinema that, <laughs>
0: oh, wow what you these, know like just in terms wow. of
1: like the like yeah. getting the most out of the medium and yeah telling, saying something that couldn't be said in any other like you can't you could spend years writing up what mm. he's saying and you not really get to what's the, the brilliance
0: of what's going on in that so. yeah no it's true I mean I think and also and he for, made it on a shoestring budget I was just gonna know. say yeah for for a budget and with a um an antagonistic a uh, uh, um, what, what the producer's not the right word with like
1: studio head they threw him studio, off the, they so, didn't, yeah yeah, they, yeah they, they didn't let him they, edit they his own film yeah, yeah the other thing is he made he got that film made and this is sorry this is really tangential <laughs> to mirror stage but it's it's nonetheless kind of interesting he got mm-hmm. that film made he was in new york talking to the studio head of i think it's universal or i'm pretty sure it's universal but talking to the studio head and and uh he he picked up a paperback and he mm-hmm. said, I wanna make this. I have a great new novel here that I want to make. And he just is looking at the paperback. And and he's like, he tells him the basic idea for it. And he gets mm-hmm. he gets he says it'll be a film noir, blah, blah, blah. Or I guess film noir wasn't a term used at the time, but a detective <laughs> right, right. detective mm-hmm. film. And and he sold the studio head on the idea and he just the the novel is just a pure occasion. For him to do whatever he wants to do, you know, he like wrote Mm -hmm. the whole screenplay himself without any. I mean, the idea that it's adapted is kind
0: of funny, you know. Well, and didn't, I mean, oh, man, I can't believe we're going to do this for another, like, 30 seconds. Yeah. Wasn't um, part of the thing, that the reason why he did that movie was because his theater company was failing?
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Th- yeah. That's <laughs> a good point. He only did it to get money for the theater company. So, <laughs> so all this is to say, this great, mo- I mean, it's a great moment of gaze. That's why yeah, it, it's yeah, worth yeah. talking mm. about on a psychoanalytic theory podcast, because it really is one of the greatest moments of gaze. But the funny thing is, he did it not for filmic reasons, but, yeah. but to support his... His theater, uh, his theater work. Yeah, I, I
0: like that. The, well, the, the theoretical thing arising as a, a supplement, right? Pure supplement. Thing that you think, right. yeah, you're, you're, you're con- you could not do that consciously. I think is maybe the point. Right. If we right. could wrap that, right. up. Yeah. yeah, wrap that up. So, okay. um, all right. So let's let's um, so this is now the sing along part of the uh, of, <laughs> okay, of yeah. the podcast. Uh, if you have a Cree in front of you, either PDF or um, uh, the book, it's uh, you're looking at page uh, seventy five, I think, uh, in Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Page 75. Um, and you know, not always is the first, uh, paragraph, um, like interesting in, 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 things, but I mean, this is like a bit of a scorcher and it really is. Yeah. 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 So you call it, you
1: accused me of being scorched earth. This is a (laughs) a scorched earth beginning too. Yeah.
0: It's true. Yeah. So what, um, what Lacan, so this is um, so many paragraphs in this essay are one sentence. Uh, this one is two. Uh, yeah. So, but I'm I'm gonna read them and then we're gonna talk about why why this is a scorcher. The cons, uh, just in case you don't have the text in front of you,
1: yeah, which probably uh, so most people won't. Probably most people
0: won't. So, people won't, so yeah, 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 so we'll be we'll uh, be be decent to. To the non the non booked folk, uh, the conception of the mirror stage I introduced at our last congress thirteen years ago, having since been more or less adopted by the French group, seems worth bringing to your attention once again, especially today given the light it sheds on the eye function in the experience psychoanalysis provides us of it. It should be noted that this experience sets us at odds with any philosophy directly stemming from the cojito.
1: Okay. He's opening fire. Yes. Yes.
0: It is. It is. Mic drop. It. The target, not implicit like direct, is just not named. Is Sartre in existentialism? Right. Absolutely
1: right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. It's funny that he's and he's the target again and again, I mean a couple times in this essay and the whole essay. But it's it's interesting that Lacan doesn't say his name.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 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 curious. I mean, I think that I don't know. Is that just, that just the the like you can be more you can be more cruel if you don't name the person i think
1: you can i think that's right i think yeah. i mean it's also true that they were it's not it's not clear how friendly they were but they did, certainly knew each other so mm-hmm. it, it's perhaps that i mean look sort of would know that he's being targeted but maybe it just not naming him is a way to keep it keep it kind of less brutal I, yeah I don't know, maybe
0: maybe yeah, 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 maybe. Um, so, I mean, but he's basically
1: well, how, saying your entire philosophy is is, is bogus, right? Yeah. Well, can you
0: tease, can you tease out why why is it that just mentioning the cojito it does that?
1: Okay, because for Sartre, being in nothingness, the whole basis for the subject's freedom in that book is this. So, is is this idea of, of consciousness as a reflective reflective So, mm-hmm. he, and he gets cogito, of course, from Rene Descartes, but you know, cogito ergo sum, but of course, Lacan is not attacking Descartes here. He's <laughs> attacking Sartre and Sartre's notion that cogito is conscious and that that is a can be a point of departure for our freedom. And that is just Lacan just thinks that cannot be so. He he thinks it's 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 gives way too much of a privilege to our conscious experience of ourselves, and that's mm-hmm, why, mm-hmm. uh, that's why he thinks that it, it can't be the basis for freedom. And also that's why he thinks existentialism really gets something very basic wrong.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's, and I think it's probably worth just to, for somebody um, listening. And again, as we go through this, um, if the main, like, I, I think it's okay to state the main idea, even though he, Lacan doesn't do it, but it's just what he's going to to put down. And this is the idea of the, uh, the, the mirror stage is that um, what happens and again, later in seminar 10 he says that this this is uh he he removes it from the idea of childhood development and he says that this happens all the time to 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 folks and what the right. idea is a fundamental misrecognition where right. you take a a you take a piece of uh, of of, uh, of 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 an image or or and you imagine a whole out of it right and, so and you that, have a yeah.
1: frag I think it's that you have a fragmentary experience of your own subjectivity right or your own yeah. body yeah and you look in the mirror and you see an image of wholeness and that's mm-hmm. the thing that and that's the thing that constitutes you as an ego so that's is, mm-hmm. so that the ego is
0: developed through a fundamental misrecognition and i think that's an idea that's a pretty important idea i think pretty that, important idea i mean it's like and and it's it's uh it's really nice i mean there's a lot of uh there's a lot of i think really interesting things of this. I, I know when I talk about it, like students really like it because, you know, you don't often reflect on, the, uh, reflect on the idea that when you look in a mirror, it's you, but it's you flipped. And also you're not seeing all of you at once, you know? Right, so like you, right. it's, and, and, and that, um, it's it, like, no, and I don't know that anyone would really want to either. I think that <laughs> like if, if someone's bathroom was a fun house, uh, right. I think that would be like that. That that would be traumatizing for anyone who is not the person that has that. Or that would be the point of someone having, uh, like a like wall to wall mirror, like uh, you know, floor and ceiling in a bathroom would be just to trauma traumatize house guests. I, I guess I
1: find it, yeah. even any any mirror as traumatizing. Like I can't even stand to look in any mirror. I, I, in fact, I never look in a mirror. Like I I, I look in it like I'm looking in it to br- brush my teeth or whatever, but I don't really mm-hmm. – I just look at the teeth. I don't look at the
0: well, – I look what? at only
1: the fragmental fragmented part of the body.
0: So this is why you don't have the mustache anymore, isn't
1: it? <laughs> 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 I looked in a mirror once and I said, get that shaved. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, That's pretty good. Um, I don't even anything? shave with a yep. mirror, interestingly. Interesting. I, I shave in the shower. Yeah, I just can't stand a
0: mirror. By feel, right? You, yeah, you, by feel. you you shave you shave around the uh, the, the mirrored uh, ego that you have yeah, lodged. Yeah. I refuse the brain. ego. I just yeah. refuse
1: the ego. Yeah, <laughs> but I think okay. So that's another key point: is that the ego for Lacan is a bodily ego, yeah. and it's imaginary. Like it, it's interesting yeah. the two senses of imaginary here, right? Like mm-hmm, the, the, mm-hmm. that it's imaginary. It's an image. It's an, he calls it imago. Right. but it's also imaginary that it's illusory because it gives you this sense of wholeness and completeness and control that you don't really have right so it's right. the two the two different senses of imaginary that nonetheless come together in Lacan's thought i think it's important
0: yeah absolutely um is there anything on this page that we want to uh talk about or, or should we go into the next page no just
1: go on yeah, yeah oh, okay be.
0: all right so um what uh what do we want to say here uh so this is i mean this, well i'll say this um in uh third paragraph, uh, it suffices to understand the mirror stage in this context as identification. In the full sense, analysis gives it the term, namely the transformation that takes place in the subject when he assumes an image, an image that is seemingly predestined to have an effect in this phase, uh, as witnessed by the use in the analytic theory of antiquity's term imago. So that's exactly what you just said. So that's on page 76. Um, You're right. You're right. And he, um, he brings in the idea of uh, a monkey, Right. Uh, uh, so, and like, and he juxtaposes that what, what, what is a, like a monkey obviously like chosen as like nearest to a uh, human in, uh, you know, evolutionary, uh, like tra- trajectory. Right. Um, and what, what, a what a six month old child will see in the mirror. What does a monkey see in the mirror versus what does a, a child see in the mirror? Right. Um, and so he says, uh, bottom, bottom page uh, 75, the second paragraph on the bottom, um, that the, as in the case of a monkey, eventually acquired control over the uselessness of the image immediately gives rise in child to a series of gestures in which he playfully experiences the relationship between the movements made in the image and the reflected environment and between this virtual complex and the reality it duplicates, namely the child's own body. And the persons and even things around him, and then uh, who is this Baldwin that he references at the bottom of this know. page? I don't know. You don't, no idea. So this event can take place, as we know from Baldwin's work, from the age of six months on. Its repetition has often given me pause to reflect upon the striking spectacle of a nursling in front of the mirror who has not yet mastered walking or even standing, but who, though held tightly by some prop, human or artificial, maybe that's where you, yeah, where Juan Pablo gets that idea. Yeah, or that yeah, that the person is there, right? Um, or what in uh, France we call a, uh, I'm not going to, can you do the, uh, the French? Be. Okay, a sort of walker, uh, overcomes in a flutter of jubilant activity the constraints of his prop in order to adopt a slightly leaning forward position and take an instantaneous view of the image in front to fix it in his mind. Now...
1: So basically, uh, that's the basic description of the mirror stage function, yeah. right? That that yep. one paragraph, right?
0: Right, right. Um, and I don't don't think it's, too much to say like the impact of this idea uh far beyond psychoanalysis like i i, I almost want to say that like there's a lot of affect theory brian misumi's affect theory in that paragraph right which is the like the idea of motion is like right. being primary uh for right uh, this for, idea of, a, affect, of yeah. a
1: flutter of jubilant activity i think is important that that, that there's a kind of there's a there's a some kind of jubilance and movement attached to the specular image that, mm-hmm. that is not that it's not the 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 jubilance is not of the of the subject the child itself but it's in mm-hmm. the it's in the it's in the image right like it's it's not in yeah. The, yeah yeah
0: well I mean I, th- I also think that it's an interesting idea and I think Lacan will like move to this uh with a greater clarity in like seminar eleven but like the um like this is movement I mean th- 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 this is literally talking about the moving image you know right like w- which is uh, you know I think part of how psychoanalysis is so copacetic with the the study of film um but which I, I,
1: well I, I mean yeah. that's one of the ways this essay gets its importance right that it's it's mm-hmm. it's seen as the as the basis for the understanding of what is wrongly called the gaze right like that's a big big thing like right like, I'm
0: I mean, because you know, Mulvey literally. I had somebody uh, write to me about this. Uh, um, about um, I, th- we referenced one time about the like sort of misreading in um, visual uh, pleasure and narrative cinema, and it like it really it comes from it comes from this. It comes, she, I mean, she right, has, it's
1: not a misreading of the gaze because it's. I mean, he never uses the term even. He never uses the term or which would be translated as, as the translation for gaze. He never uses mm-hmm. it here. But this idea of a mirror identification, it mm-hmm. comes right from here, and it just gets yeah. translated to the cinematic experience. I mean, Joan has this great, Joan Kopchak has this great line where she says, instead of viewing... The screen as a mirror. We should view the mirror as a screen. <laughs> yes. right, it's like right, We should think of it exactly in reverse. And it, but so the first person to make this move is Christian Metz in his book mm-hmm. The Imaginary Signifier. It's a pretty good book, but but his idea it's basically taking this mirror stage idea and imposing it on cinematic spectatorship. And I think the problem is mm-hmm. that you miss the thing that for us is of course. Vital to cinematic experiences, the, the experience of the gaze or the thing, the real, the thing that disrupts the imaginary identification. And I think it's it's very difficult to say that cinema can be reduced to some kind of imaginary identification with the camera or with the mm-hmm. characters on the screen. Right, like that just doesn't doesn't jibe with how you experience a cinema.
0: Yeah, and it what um, it's it's really interesting too that the idea of that. Uh, approach to cinema through psychoanalysis is premised on the idea of a mastering gaze. And it's so funny. I think that it comes from the, the mirror stage and this like literally, uh, Lacan literally writes, um, uh, has often given me pause to reflect upon striking spectacle of a nursing in front of a mirror who has not yet mastered walking or even st-. So in, even in his example, we are talking about, uh, um, uh, like subjectivity being formed, through a lack of mastery of some kind like like that's actually primary uh, uh to this and i think so i think that's kind of interesting obviously the, No, it is the but Brian, isn't
1: it yeah. isn't it true that okay the, the the lack of mastery is primary but the the illusion of mastery yeah. is still yeah. is present in what Lacan, like like that's yes. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a kind of deception of the ego or the mirror image that is the deception of mastery and i think that's what the that's what the film theory Reading of this essay has perpetuated like they don't think there's really mastery in the. I guess they kind of do. You're right. Like Mulvey kind. kind, Yeah, Mulvey kind of thinks there really is this mastery of mm -hmm. the look, Mm -hmm. what she calls the gaze, in in Mm -hmm. say Vertigo or or
0: what other film you know where the the rear window, which which is the worst example she could have chosen.
1: It really is because it's the whole the way. The, the the last thing he has is mastery over the 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 scene that he's looking at, right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah,
1: so that's good. Yeah, so so you're right, but so but but it is it is. I mean, I think Lacan's what he's saying is it. It's the it, in the mirror stage, you have the illusion
0: of mastery. You don't have actual right. mastery. That's 100%. crucial. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So there's, yeah. but that's a, and I, I. So that's what to to kind of put both of our our, our points together is that there is um the i it's all i think like uh the condition of possibility for imagining and an, like an illusory form of mastery is that you don't have it and that that's what i right. like in that right. in that moment is that right. there's like the the six-month-old child like literally does not have uh mastery of of basic human movement and uh is imagining uh like mastery over the image right, right. like in right. Exactly. right yeah Absolutely, um, and
1: and so he thinks this is just. I don't think we've said this yet. It's, it's Six months to eighteen months, like that's the yeah. the confines of the mirror stage. Although later on, so in seminar one, he says something like, "The mirror stage is not simply a, a stage in human development, uh, but but it's it's something we're constantly experiencing." So yeah. so he does. I think here it seems much more like a stage, and oh, I yeah. think and I think yeah. later he'll it'll be something that's this constant experience of imaginary alienation or imaginary identification. It's interesting. Those two things are the same for him, right? That yeah. identification is alienation. Cause I think yeah. a lot of us would say identification is actually how I become not alienated, how I become myself.
0: Right. Right. Which I, I think also, um, is a with this, like Metz Mulvey theory, uh, about identification is that like, it's, it's, um, like the gaze is turned into something that's confirming of identity. Right. Which, right. which is like in, in here it is not. Um, and so right. like, so okay. even,
1: so even if you accept mirror stage as your basis, you're still the, the way they go about turning it into a film theory is wrong.
0: Yeah. 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 It, it's, and it's, it's fascinating. Like, uh, like, um, I, I think that part of, part of it is, is like, I mean, it's so easy to apply. I think this idea is yeah. maybe, is maybe what happens like it, it like, and I've, I think I, I've, I've said this before that like, you know, um, like it, it invite like the, it invites a misreading. I mean, which I just think, I think anything, any good idea, I think admits a, uh, or invites a misreading of it. Um, right. And, right. and it's like, you know, and then like in this, in the seventies, like everyone kind of, kind of ran with that idea because, you know, uh, they they're, like you know i don't know like how like i i feel like there's there there there's not enough done about like how the like the loosing of uh the the production code yeah. like led to like to yeah. a a like a barrage of of like theory and like a loosing of theory and it just seemed like yeah. like you could yeah. say so like you could now that you know film could quote like do anything Cause after 1968, like now we can kind of like say anything and I I don't know. I just, I I wonder if those, there's there's joint
1: catastrophes.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm totally for the, I know you're you're serious. Yeah. 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 Well, well, I mean, what is the, like, uh, what does the production code, uh, do? Is it like, it, 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 it gives you, um, a a bear, a limit, which, which would be the, uh, the, um, the condition for for freedom, yeah. and um, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I mean anybody. It's just I just I, I think it's almost not even an argument, right? Like if you think about the average film made, just the garden variety Hollywood film. I mean, of course mm-hmm. there are masterpieces, and we have to just dis- not count them. But the garden variety film prior to sixty eight and mm-hmm. after sixty eight, there's no mm-hmm. question which are better. Right? There's just no. I don't think you can argue it. Like I think there's so many just just the average Hollywood film in the forties and fifties is just better. Like it's, I don't know.
0: It's interesting. I think that we're we should probably dedicate. To, I mean, I, I think that the, the, it would be fine if the, um, if it wasn't like, um, the difference between terrestrial radio radio and like satellite radio. Cause right, that, don't, right, don't yeah, you feel yeah, like yeah. that's what yeah, happens? Yeah, that's like, true. Oh, that's we, true. well, so that's now true. we can do whatever. So we should do. And it's like that. I mean, it's the, the great line from uh, Jurassic Park. You spent so long w- wondering uh, whether or not you could, you never stopped. Whether you I know, you my should.
1: favorite character in that yeah. film, I think says that doesn't he?
0: That's right. Yeah. De- Ian Jeff Goldman.
1: Yeah, uh, Jeff yeah. Goldblum. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So back to the, <laughs> 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 sorry, I'm the king of digressions today. But. No, it's okay.
0: It's all right. I think, yeah. um I well, I mean, the, the reason – why does this admit for so many digressions is I think because of how, like like you said, the outsized place this essay and this idea has in uh, culture and, and theory like in general. Like it does have – it's uh, like ties and tendrils and like so many different things. Right. So, that's true. Um, that's true. Yeah. It
1: really has impacted not just you know the reception of Lacan but I think it's really impacted how – like theory itself and how it's how we think of things. So I think Ab- that's,
0: absolutely. Yeah. And so um, a couple things on uh, this on page uh, seventy six that I wonder if you have anything you want to talk about. He we you've mentioned before. I don't know if there's anything you want to say, but he he calls um, he uses the phrase imago, right? right? That like the mirror image in this context as identification. In the full sense, analysis gives the term, uh, namely the transformation that takes place in the subject when he assumes an image and again, that's important, assumes an image, mm-hmm. an image that is seemingly predestined to have an effect at this phase, as witnessed by the use in analytic theory's antiquity term, uh, imago. So that it's, it's, like, already what, uh, Lacan is taking pains to, at, at like, th- this is not, a like, a self-identification, like, of one to one, and that, that right. this is not, oh, the, the child finally sees the speaking eye, and that's It's self identical, which is again another reason why the screen is not a mirror. Right. uh, Is that this like self identicality is is flatly refused here. And then he goes on, I think uh, paired with this is uh, this form, a couple paragraphs down, moreover would have to be called the ideal I. Now, I want to talk about that. Where does he get that idea? Ideal I.
1: So he's, I think he's thinking the ideal ego here. Okay. Yeah. I think this is just the ideal ego. I think, and later he'll when he maps things out he'll he'll mm-hmm. he'll use this he'll use this i with parentheses a so this mm-hmm. so i think i think he's i think what he's thinking here is this is the ideal this is the ideal ego that actually forms in the in the mirror relationship that he takes up that, that, that that's what's being constituted okay. so it's not just it's not just the ego the sense the sub the child has of its but the sense Mm -hmm. of there's an ideal present within it
0: right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's very nice and he does and uh this just for um the idea of the i think um one of the like orthodox understandings is the um uh, a body in bits and pieces and this comes from uh lacan's use of the word gestalt right i think yeah right um which is at the uh, bottom paragraph uh so and I mean and this is the uh, last sentence on that page um, that goes into the into the next one. This gestalt is also replete with correspondences that unite the I, which is in italics, and I think again, em- <laughs> like, like over and over, like the like the, this I not being like, Id- sort, like identical to the self. I think like Lacan is trying to maintain this in different ways. But right. uh, this gestalt is also replete with the correspondences that unite the eye with the statue onto which the man, man projects himself the phantoms that dominate him and the automaton with which the world of his own making tends to achieve fruition in an ambiguous relation. And, um, that is going to be something I think becomes, uh, uh, important like later in the, uh, in the essay is that like, where does this enter? Like, how does this enter into the social? Right. How to, do, how does the, this, um, how does this ground relation itself? This, this, uh, this, this mirror stage that he's talking right,
1: about, which is, I mean, the social is not that present in this essay, which is mm-hmm. which is unusual, I think, for Lacan yeah. and wouldn't be. And what makes it in a, atypical and doesn't really fit within his his whole theoretical oeuvre, I think. But but yeah, this is a point which is pointing toward that.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely, yeah. Um, so uh, let's see. Do we have anything we want to get to on page seventy seven? Do you have any notes? No. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, the, I mean, there is something actually, this did come up. Um, I, I know that somebody asked you this question uh, recently at the bottom of the page. As I myself have shown, human knowledge is more independent than animal knowledge from the force field of desire because of the social dialectic that structures human knowledge as paranoiac. Uh, but what limits it is the scant reality, surrealistic, un. Uh, un- uh, the scant reality, surrealistic unsatisfaction denounces therein, which I think is like is, is like kind of a vexing sentence. But there's like a lot of big things in here. Like one, I, I think, um, one thing that we might say that makes this different from other uh, Lacan is that there is very much a paranoiac structure to this. Quality to this, right. So part yeah. of this,
1: the point of this essay, so there's an essay written around the same time called Aggressiveness, in, is it aggressiveness in psychoanalysis? I
0: think yes, that's that correct. Yeah, um,
1: mm-hmm. that, and I think that he's part of what he's doing try, here is trying to explain that aggressiveness, and he he sees aggressiveness as completely tied to the imaginary relationship, mm-hmm. so that's why, and and ultimately tied to paranoia. And so that that's where that's what's getting getting worked out here. That this this if I because there's some, I mean it's it's interesting because it's not paranoia in the sense that. The other of the other that which is mm-hmm. the way we usually define that the paranoiac believes in the other of the other, but mm-hmm. here it's the paranoia that the paranoia is just the other has something that I that I want to have right like so there's right. a, that's the nature of the paranoia that he's describing here I
0: think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, also the split between human and animal knowledge. Right. Is there anything? Right. Yeah, yeah.
1: And so he, he, right, so the mirror stage, he thinks that the mirror stage develops in humans because of this, what he call what, you know, Freud calls elsewhere premature human, premature birth. So this mm -hmm. inadequacy of the human animal relative to other animals, and that Mm -hmm, that, mm -hmm. that is conducive to some, or it requires some kind of, uh, identification that lifts the subject out of its its inability to do anything and that gives it this false imaginary sense of inability to do something so that's that's what's going i mean so that's the distinction that he's drawing here is that human knowledge has to be or that, that it has to in some way be superior to animal knowledge because it has to it has to do more work because of mm. the, the the premature birth of the of the human who can't do anything for itself
0: Right, right. Yeah, no that that is um you yeah, you just reminded me. This uh, I don't does he phrase it this way that that we're we're born too soon or is that like No, that's Freud. That, that's okay, Freud. that's Freud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that, that's what I meant. I meant Freud. Um yeah, that's I think that I I have forgotten that, but that's um yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's I think a super interesting idea. I think um doesn't uh uh planche take that up,
1: I feel? For sure. Yeah, for for sure. sure, For sure. That is definitely that is definitely LaPlanche's idea. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. because Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 go go on.
1: No, I was just gonna say, because for Laplanche, the the premature birth of the of the human child leaves it in this completely dependent position on the other, and so it has to have the other the whole point of this, well, for LaPlanche's psychoanalysis, is that the other has to impose its sexuality on the child, and so mm-hmm. in order to be, so there's, there's, it's almost like LaPlanche believes there's nothing like a, a normal emergence of of the subject's sexual being, right? Like it's always yeah. this violence of the. So there's, so, so. Whereas Freud abandons the seduction theory, LaFrance says, no, you didn't go far enough. There's only the enough. seduction theory. There's yeah. only seduction, right? Like there's only, mm-hmm. he thinks that the, you know, obviously he thinks you can make a distinction between parents that sexually molest their children and parents right, that course. don't. But he mm-hmm. he still thinks even the most hands-off parent is doing something like imposing their sexual being and their whole sexual world on the child. So it's it's yeah. it's really he's one of the only people I know that think. I mean, there's this kind of crazy guy, Jeffrey uh, Masson, who who wrote this book oh, okay. called "The The Assault on Truth," who thinks mm-hmm. that Freud betrayed, you know, he betrayed himself. And I, I was it was funny because I was te- when he abandoned the seduction theory. It was funny I was teaching a teaching something of Freud and uh, a, a one of the Persons that works in our in our um, office saw mm-hmm. me that I had copied. Just looking at the copier and saw that I had copied a Freud essay, and and she said, "You know, uh, did you know that Freud, because he was um, uh, wanted money or money was being paid by these fathers of these women, gave up the seduction theory and completely betrayed all these victims of sexual violence?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, maybe that's not exactly exactly <laughs> true." So I do think that that there. But there are not very many people. I mean, that's not a very we talked when we talked about the Freud
0: yeah.
1: uh defenses earlier, a few episodes ago, we mentioned mm-hmm. that, but I think it's not a very common position. But but I think Laplanche is the only one who really tries to give a real theoretical basis for that the seduction theory is the way to explain sexuality.
0: Yeah, he it's inter he's interesting to me on uh on the point that as opposed to, I want to say, almost everybody else, he thinks that um, our like that one's—I'll say one—one's unconscious. Like you, you get the unconscious of the parent first, and that—that's how yours develops. Correct. Right. Right. Yeah. So you. you
1: almost it's almost like you inherit the unconscious of the parent.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's a pretty. It's an interesting idea. I also think that um, there's a there's a good. Um, Collection on inheritance and psychoanalysis that I think Joan uh, co-edited. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, and I don't know if I don't know if that gets into that, but that's uh, yeah. but that's that's something. It's an interesting it's an interesting way to think about like uh, again. It's this really nice. I mean, Lacan uh, brings this uh, t- to bear in this essay. I'm um, like where where does um, psychoanalysis positioned itself in, uh, in nature culture. Well, it's a third option. And I think that like that sort of idea of inher- inheritance is, um, Another kind of third option, right? Like a way it's not, of understanding
1: like, the third option. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not.
0: True. It's certainly not the conscious cultural production, and it's absolutely not biological. It's like right. it, he's hitting the uh, the unconscious pretty hard there. Anyway, it's it's interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. And something that has maybe its, uh, its its basis here. So, um,
1: so anyway, but but back to I think like page seventy eight really gives the whole thing. He like it's the heart of the essay, and he really kind of gives the heart of the idea, right? Where he says, right "Let's in do the it." Yeah. Take, that the take, me, stage take me to it. Is, the mirror stage is a drama whose inter- internal pressure pushes precipitously from insif- sorry, from insufficiency to anticipation mm-hmm. and to the finally donned armor of an alienating identity that will mark his entire, her entire mental development with its rigid structure. So that's the whole, that's basically the, the trajectory, right? Like you, mm-hmm. you're insufficient, what we've been talking about, this pr- uh, human's premature birth. Mm-hmm. to anticipation you anticipate a mastery of the of the body that you don't have through the look in the mirror and then finally this alienating identity that you have when you take up the mirror it's interesting that here mm-hmm. alienation is not yet alienation through the symbolic order right that right
0: well, and the next sentence is revealing yeah. on that. Thus the yeah, shattering almost... of the Innenwelt to the umwelt circle gives rise to an inexhaustible squaring of the ego's audits. Now these are two untranslated words in the um... So To the inner world to
1: the outer world, right?
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, thus the shattering of yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so it, this is um and th- but this still, is umwelt
1: is not important. yet is that it's not yet symbolic <laughs> <laughs> right? or no. I mean, I, you're right that he's saying basically this movement to the to externality.
0: Mm-hmm, but umwelt
1: mm-hmm. basically means environment, so it's the outside world. So, right. Um, it's not yet the symbolic, st- you know, like that, like l- mu- not very much later. Like seminar one is ar- mid-50s. It's going to be mm-hmm. early 50s. It's going to be the symbolic order that's the main alienation that the subject yeah. deals with. And here, it, I don't think it's that, right?
0: I know. I don't think so at all. And the one of the issues, like, I think we've, uh, like, you know, we've been really, really fair to the to the text, like in moving through in the way that that we have. Um, uh, one of the things, minor things, I like that you cleaned up the uh, the, the m- misogyny of how he genders the, <laughs> the text. Um, no, I mean, yeah, uh, but you know, I don't think. I mean, I don't think you can. No, it's that's yeah. the, it's just the time. The time. Of, yeah. It's the time, yeah. and uh, and it's you know, that's it. yeah. So it's his. His is his. It's his, right? Because yeah. that's that's yeah. just how it is. Um, but I, I think in. Um, you know, again in seminar two, so you said like mid fifties is seminar one. In seminar two, he makes it really clear that um there's not a progression or development of the three orders of like imaginary to symbolic right. to real. He like I he says that almost exactly like right. uh, um in, in seminar two. However, in this essay, I mean and in what you just read from, I mean and I'm gonna read it again, just like hear the word development. Okay, This yes. development experienced as a temporal dialectic that decisively projects the individual's formation into history, the mirror stage is a drama whose internal pressure pushes precipitously from insufficiency to anticipation, and for the subject caught up in the lure of spatial identification turns out fantasies that proceed from a fragmented image of the body to what I will call an orthopedic form of its totality and to the finely donned armor of an alienating identity that will mark its entire mental development with its rigid structure." Thus, the shattering of the inner world to the outer world circle gives rise to an inexhaustible squaring of the ego's audits. Right, it's it's
1: development, right? It's development from basically from imaginary to symbolic to kind of to real, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, To yeah, yeah,
0: to you, you you enter like this. This is the idea at this point that will later like change and and I think be far more indicative of Or
1: maybe um, it's maybe it's actually real to imaginary to symbolic right like Yeah there's oh, kind of a sense that real is this I mean I don't know I think it's unfair maybe to put it that way but there's there's kind of a sense that real is this body in fragments Yeah yeah right and then that that the imaginary image gives you a kind so of shows it up Sows it up and then the symbolic would be the external world that you finally go to. So that's that would be the worst possible I think so that would be the worst, although yeah. I think that's how a lot of people read Lacan. That mm-hmm. you start out mm-hmm. with this real the real body right. in fragments. It's and a primordial
0: you, pre-subjective. It's Primordial, right, yeah. exactly, mm-hmm.
1: exactly. And then you get to imaginary identification and then you move from that to symbolic identity, right? Like that's mm-hmm. the whole mm-hmm. that's the whole trajectory.
0: Yeah, I mean, so. this is why we wanted to start here because I, cause I suggested to you, I said, you know, we haven't done an episode on, uh, imaginary symbolic real and it like to, to do that episode would uh, require, well, for one, it's like, those are th- well, three huge terms and we, we probably, right. we, okay. need a, we need to ask, we need an episode for each one, but it, to talk about those three together puts you f- like farther into Lacan's thinking, yeah. um, and it where the idea is is already formed and like here I, I think it's like to me like i find it like you know it's not a mistake i i will say like i under, i know that you're going to argue that this this is an error but it's not a in 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 an, i think an important sense it's kind of liberating to see that like he's literally th- he's thinking this through he's kind of figuring so, it out that's yeah, true. He, i think yeah. i know
1: i don't of course i think that like he's just figuring yeah. it out for himself Yeah. right like mm-hmm. he i you know i just th- I, I i i don't that put that much of a blame on Lacan. I just think mm-hmm. it's the blame is on us for, <laughs> that, for oh, yeah, giving this go. essay the importance that it has, right? Like, yeah. The, although I do think there are some problems with the essay that I think. That, for one thing, I think the non the the lack of recognition of of symbolic alienation as as actually primary to imaginary identification. Yeah, is, is, is I, I think that's a pretty big problem, right? Like well, that's a
0: don't you think that part of it is, I mean, we're going to get to to, to more of this, but I wonder if that um, is the result of the explicit target being Sartre. Right. Like he's spending so much time like implicitly and explicitly in this essay trying to show where psychoanalysis positions itself vis-a-vis the like dominant philosophical moment of the day that right. he's losing sight of that particular idea.
1: Right. Right yeah. I think that's true. It's interesting that later on in the in the a Cree up the way, all the way through I think nineteen sixty probably, his mm. target is ego psychology yeah but right, here right, it's right. not really ego psychology. I mean it kind no. of is but mm. it, but but he's really saying, i mean like he even the things he says about Anna Freud here, like on page 79, seventy seventy nine they're they're pretty friendly I mean they're not oh yeah, they're not really hostile, so there's a way in which ego psychology gets off easier here. Mm-hmm. Because, as you say, the target is existentialism and Jean-Paul Sartre. So, I think that's, I think that's true.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. On so, just onto the onto the next page. I mean, and I'll go uh, directly to that um, to this paragraph where uh, he mentions uh, Anna Freud. Um, third paragraph on the page, if you're looking at it. If not, and you're listening, you're just like, oh, who cares about that? Uh, it establishes a genetic order in ego defenses in accordance with the wish formulated by Anna Freud in the first part of her major book and situates. As, as Ego
1: and mechanisms of defense, just to, to name it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah,
0: very yeah. good. Uh, uh, situates, um, as against a frequently expressed prejudice, hysterical repression and its returns at a more archaic stage than obsessive inversion and its isolating processes, situating the latter as prior to the paranoiac alienation that dates back to the time at which the specular eye turns into the social eye. So this is where, you know, uh, again, we have this progression And this, this, this movement, this, this development, and we don't have this idea of like what would, that will dominate the, 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 the later Lacan that like we are subjected and confronted to like all three orders at once. Right. Right. And And it's
1: not even that much. What's interesting is it's not even that much later. So even, you know, even in seminar one and two, he gets this, this example of the inverted bouquet, you know, this, Mm I don't know if you remember this, but the the, inverted bouquet and, and. The subject sees. He talks about the way in which we can see a bouquet in a mirror, and if you, it, the flowers can see become in the bottom of yeah. the mirror, and then the mm-hmm. if you look and the vase is on the top, and it, yeah. the flowers look like they're in the vase. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of it is that there's this you, even to look at the mirror that makes that relationship. You have to look in this other mirror that determines the point from which you see, and he I, I links that to the symbolic order. So the yeah. very position from which and this goes back to your idea of the parent holding the yeah. child right the position from <laughs> which the child sees its imaginary image is mm. itself symbolically constituted like that's yeah. the big like he mm-hmm. puts us in seminar 2 in another way that the imaginary is always hooked on the symbolic and that's yeah. you can understand mirror stage in that way right like that there's always the the, the way and w- the position that you interpret the, or the position from which you see the image mm-hmm. is always symbolically situated.
0: Yeah, no, that's really, really great. And I think that, and again, like that point is it's, uh, it's implicit here, but it's, um, drawn out more and more effectively. And I think like the consequences. So what's interesting, uh, too, and I, it happens, I believe three times in this essay is this, um, he uses the word dialectic or, or right. and he, he thinks about this as dialectical. I mean, this is on page um, we're on page seventy nine uh, the moment at which the mirror stage comes to end comes to an end, inaugurates through identification with the imago of one's semblable and the drama of primordial jealousy, the dialectic that will henceforth henceforth link the eye to socially elaborated situations. Right. And that sounds like a dialectic of synthesis, does it not?
1: It does. It does. So that's the problem. Like his yeah, misreading
0: reading of Hegel is yeah.
1: like he thinks he, it's funny. He thinks he's being Hegelian here mm-hmm. and he's being Hegelian only in the worst sense. Right. Like, yeah. The, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think th- this was, and I think that you can actually read this back in, into like one of the Issues of the the essay from the perspective of twenty twenty and the perspective of introduction to to psychoanalysis is that like this idea seems to have like too much explanatory power and it is too l- rooted into like a specific kind of uh of, of, of development right and and and, right. and and which is why again not that much later like you know you said seminar one he'll say that this happens seminar one right and even. Yeah.
1: Even you know seminar two has this amazing idea. He's like, he says, the mirror stage isn't a magic word. It's already a little bit dated. So I'm kind of like, <laughs> wow, that's already <laughs> seminar two. He's saying that. So yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty so he, soon. Yeah. So the, it's, yeah, it's funny.
0: Yeah. So like, he gets it. Like he kind of um, gets it. Yeah. 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 And, and then and in seminars,
1: I mean, I, seminar ten. You're right. Is this this seminar on anxiety? Is this great stuff about how it's really the obje ah it's not the it's not the the imago that's really mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know the the important thing about the encounter that the important encounter that it, that takes place and he even i think he even says it in kind of a way that the that the the object is actually prior to the the object yeah. ah is prior to the the formation of the of the imaginary relation. So he says I think what he yeah. says is something like the I ah, is there before I come into being as a as an ego in the mirror. Right. So that's yeah. pretty it's a pretty radical idea. It, that it's, that a, it's almost go ahead.
0: Oh no, it's great. And it's a um it's also I mean it's also part of part of the reason I think he gets it right is that like he's pushing back against the um uh, Freud's idea that like anxiety has no object and right. that he says like right. it does, it is the, you know, the object a, like the object a, and right. what that forces him to, to do is to realize that like, well then if, if, if I'm claiming, if, if I'm saying on the one hand that anxiety is prior to anything and also, but also that anxiety has an object and like that object then has to be prior to to anything and what does that make it then prior to it is prior to the the mirror stage and and subjectivity and i and like he goes so he goes so far um uh with that i I think that like that makes it like a really that makes it a really excellent seminar Um,
1: yeah it's a great seminar and it's and and you can almost see it as a seminar at odds with it's like a contra mirror stage (laughs) yeah i think it's really yeah so it's and, and it's God, it's not even that. I mean, I guess it's a long time after, so it's it's like early '60s. So it's probably what 15 years. I mean, I wouldn't want to be held yeah. responsible for. What I thought 15 years ago. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. it's true. You yeah. know, it's true that that you do you do de- develop in, in your thinking. But it is it's amazing how far. And it, it it's also funny that he doesn't. Other than that one line in seminar too, he never says like, "Yeah, stage, probably not a great idea." You know, he never really <laughs> he never comes up because even he at the time he he knew he was known for that. Like he, yeah. he was getting accolades for being the discoverer of the mirror stage. And again, there's a problem with that, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, I think he didn't want to totally cut it down because he liked the fact that he, people thought, Oh, that's Lacan's, he had this great idea. We don't want, he doesn't yeah. want
0: to, you know? Well, I think that he fi- doesn't, I, I to, to my mind, and this is like, um, like we, we can start, like there's still more to the, of the essay to talk about, um, especially vis-a-vis, um, the uh, an existential psychoanalysis, which he which yeah. he references. Um, but I think this is where you get something uh, like really valuable uh, for now is is the way that he um, that he corrects this in in, in later um, uh, iteration of the idea. I think that's well well worth holding on to because what 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 he shows, what he demonstrates is, is an understanding that like, well the problem is how primary, the mirror oh, right. stages. Right. That's the, that's actually the problem with it. It's not, it's its not the, I don't know, it's not the mirror. It's not the, it's not the, it's not even the, Um, or I should put it this way. Everything stems from it, from it being the first thing, right? right? Which makes right. the idea of the imaginary being the most important order because right. it's the first one that the subject is inaugurated into. And that I think causes all of the, all of the, the, the issues.
1: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I think, it's funny how much he keeps coming back to this idea that it, that he's doing this as a way as a counter to Jean Paul Sartre. You know, like the, yeah. So at the bottom of seventy nine, he he's coming, he's bringing the essay to a close, and he says the fact is that they encounter that existential negativity, that Sartre's term, whose reality is so vigorously proclaimed by the contemporary philosophy of being and nothingness. Like that's the. <laughs> so he's saying like the existential negativity is a product of. The mirror relation, right? Like he's trying to yeah. say that, that it doesn't have the primacy, that this negativity of, that Sartre wants to say is the, like the, for Sartre describes the subject as annihilating nothingness. Like it, it yeah. just kind of gobbles up things and turns it into, it, it, how does he, how would he put it? He, it gobbles up what's in itself and turns it to for itself through an act of constantly negating. Mm-hmm. And I think Lacan here wants to say, no, what it's doing is first of all, it's creating this imaginary, identity and wholeness through an act of identification right and so that's Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. prior to and all existential negativity has to be understood in in terms of that
0: yeah i mean and then on the on the the next page at the top is when when he writes that uh unfortunately this philosophy grasped that negativity negativity only within the limits of a self-sufficiency of consciousness which being one of which you know as we talked about before there's no unconscious in sartre in, right, right, he, and, you're right. Yeah. We
1: mentioned that in the existentialism episode, but right. yeah, he absolutely rejects the notion. So for him, unconscious is bad faith. Like that's just yeah, what it is. Yeah,
0: yeah, and like anyway, yeah. With uh, be, uh, which, being one of its premises, ties the illusion of autonomy in which it puts its faith to the ego's constitutive misrecognition. The ego's constitutive misrecognition is one, one of you know one of the ways that uh that just to understand this essay and even here again if we're being fair to him to the ego's constitutive misrecognitions uh, is plural so right. m- maybe implicit is that this uh, does happen later but again he locks it into the six to well, eight well but month- later is even a problem
1: but, right like later yeah. suggests priority of the imaginary misrecognition i mean to be fair as yeah. well it's pre Basically, pre his digestion of of Levi Strauss, right, and the, mm-hmm. and the and the real sense of how the structure, the symbolic structure, has a great weight. So it's it's and it, it, the the funny thing is it's it's you you, you point out that dialectic is mentioned at least three times that that he thinks he's being Hegelian here, and yeah. it's the debt to Kojev's Alexander Kozhev's Hegel who gave a seminar, we've talked about this many times I think, gave a seminar in the 30s in France, uh, introducing people to the reading of Hegel's Phenomenology of Spirit, and it it, it's an amazing, and it's you can buy the English version of the, the English version is is really truncated and a problem for that reason, but you Mm -hmm. can still buy it, um, and it's just called Alexander Kojov, K-O-J-E-V-E Introduction to the Reading of Hegel's Philosophy of Spirit, and and, sorry, Phenomenology of Spirit and, and uh, and it, but Lacan, along with all these other French intellectuals, went to that went to that seminar and really was friends with Kojev. And so mm-hmm. he <laughs> so part of what he's he's trying to be Hegelian. He's trying yeah. to like he, and, and I think he thinks that this it's just a way of understanding the, what misrecognition, because misrecognition is very important for Hegel. It's a way of giving a psychoanalytic take to Hegelian misrecognition. Right? I think yeah, that's what he's doing. Yeah. It's
0: so great. There's a couple of lines here just on this on this point, like in yeah. that top paragraph on eighty. Um, he says, while it draws considerably on the borrowings from psycho- psychoanalytical or psychoanalytic experience, this intellectual exercise culminates in the pretense of grounding an existential psychoanalysis. So again, all like right. another reference to to start, but the bottom a of the paragraph, of course, a, a dig, a, yeah, a dig, mm-hmm. yeah, and then he lists like kind of all the problems with with this is that like. Uh, well, anyway, but the most important one at the end is that is a consciousness of the other that can only be satisfied by Hegelian murder, right? right. And I think that is well. Um, it is true. That's yeah. a pretty
1: good. I actually think that's a good critique of Sartre. Yeah, like he, yeah, he almost the way he understands how consciousness, you know, relates to others. There's this great. It's a long section in in Being and Nothingness called concrete relations with others, and mm-hmm. he really thinks. You can only you only get properly you only pro- can get your your proper recognition through a through a real struggle to the death almost. So it's he takes so Sart himself takes the Hegelian master slave dialectic. He did not attend the Kojève lectures, but he hmm. nonetheless it was such it was so in the air in France mm-hmm. that he takes this idea and really runs with it in that second and so. It really is true that it's almost like he can only you only discover yourself through destroying the other. Like that's the only way you can prove yourself in the ex, in the Sartrean way of thinking.
0: Mm. Mm, mm. No, that's really good. I, and I, he's I clearly like, targeting yeah. that here, yeah. Clearly, yeah, yeah. it's re- it's it's really good. It's it's um, and it's so funny. Like I. Uh, there is no way that i i didn't remember any of this stuff wasn't is in here the, the, the i
1: know uh, it's so yeah. and i mean so much of it is about Sartre, i think it's it's, yeah. it's really mm-hmm. it's kind of shocking when you think of it
0: yeah it's and a a sticking up for um uh, for hegel as much as it is a, a sticking up for um you know uh, the unconscious and for psychoanalysis right like hegel it,
1: let's be clear hegel in quotation marks <laughs> yeah, yeah that's pretty good it's pretty good yeah
0: right right where where he thinks you know that the the yeah where he thinks he's being Hegelian he is he is not but um but he's I don't know the best of intentions um yeah. and any, anyway there's a then there's there's another nice line about Anna Freud in the, in the next paragraph yeah. yeah um to uh you know these notions and so again I, I I didn't read through the previous paragraph but he goes through like a list of what he sees are as problems with existentialism and says these notions are opposed by the whole of analytic experience insofar as it teaches us to regard the ego as centered on perception
1: these are not to regard
0: not sorry to regard thanks so much. Uh, is not to regard the ego as centered on the perception consciousness system or is organized by the reality principle, the expression of a scientific bias, most hostile to the dialectic of knowledge again, uh, but rather to take as our point of departure, the function of misrecognition that characterizes the ego in all defensive structures. So forcefully articulated by Anna Freud and uh, last little sentence here for a while. Um, do you want to say for that for me? Nine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Negation uh, represents the blatant form of that function its effects remain largely latent as long as they are not illuminated by some reflected light at the level of fate where the id manifests itself. Now this is super interesting. Yeah. Lacan yeah. doesn't, so for, um, for all the things that this essay is known for, right. About like a fundamental misrecognition, a uh, gestalt body, like m- imagining, uh, pieces into a whole. Um, what I think we've tried to emphasize in this conversation is that like, maybe the more interesting things are this like preoccupation with, uh, um, this uh, attempted, um, actualizing of Hegel. Um, but also the moments where like that announce themselves as places where, where Lacan's, uh, thinking will change. And for one, the primacy of all of this big thing that changes, not that long later, but this is another one. Lacan doesn't often talk about the id. Um, Very seldom.
1: Very seldom. seldom. Yeah.
0: And this is a huge, a huge sentence that mentions it. Um, and he'll like completely change in, uh, what, uh, what's, what's the essay?
1: Uh, so it's instance of the letter. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. in the instance of the letter, the goal Freud's discovery proposes to man was defined, uh, by Freud at the height of his thought in these moving terms, Todd, you want to hit that to me?
1: Es war, soll ich werden. yeah
0: Where it was, I must come into being which it's is translated
1: in the new introductory lectures in English as where the ego was, sorry, that was a funny, <laughs> that's a funny slip where the, where the id was there, the ego shall be right. Right. So that's the, yeah. And, but he translates it much differently.
0: Yeah. Much differently. And it's, uh, he Hughes very closely to the, the English translation of, of, of Id, And he thinks of it as, as, as it. And I think that, um, The the differences between these two ideas, it's like a little subtle, but like, okay, where the id manifests itself is just meaningfully different from where it was, I must come into being. And so I think that that's another shift, actually, of of, of understanding um, like the the order of different psychoanalytic operations. Like I think you had a good line uh, pre-show is that like for, for Lacan, Lacan's understanding of, of, of it is like m- mostly uh, like, like could maybe be summed up as, as being drive.
1: Right.
0: And right. if you substitute the words, um, it, it doesn't work. <laughs> it, that's funny. Uh, it doesn't work in, um, in the first thing where, where the, the drive, manif- right. right. Yeah. Where the drive manifests itself. Does that, that, That doesn't really make sense. However, where drive was, I must come into being. Yeah,
1: that's that. I mean, you could almost call that an ethic of psychoanalysis.
0: I, you could, yeah, it's illuminating. uh, Yeah, uh, to put it that, and and that's the. I mean, there's a lot of distance between uh, mirror stage and the instance of the letter in the unconscious, but but not that much time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten uh,
1: years, it, maybe it's not long, right? Yeah,
0: it, but it shows. Um, it's really it's funny, like you know, that's like almost um, it's like three hundred something pages later in the Acre, and you have like a like a gargantuan like I like I, I think that that's a profound the, yeah, the, the yeah. What because instance that of that the
1: was, letter is a classic text of the symbolic right like it's yeah. the field and function mm-hmm. essay and then the instance of the letter those are the two big essays about the symbolic and so it's that's why there's such a leap I think that those. You know that he's that he's really getting to something different. Although that the point that you get to in the in the instance of the letter is is, that's almost a real idea, right? Like that's the Hmm. if you if you align uh, or the it with the real, then that's that's what he's I think that's what he's getting at there.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty great. So this is I mean this brings us uh, roughly to the end of the the essay, Um, and I I like this um, I like this line on page eighty. Uh, as as being kind of the summative statement here, Um, at this intersection of nature and culture, so obstinately scrutinized by the anthropology of our times, psychoanalysis alone recognizes the knot of imaginary servitude that love must always untie anew or sever. And it's, I mean, it seems like love kind of comes out of nowhere. I know Um, it
1: does. Yeah.
0: um, But it's interesting how... uh, I just think, I think that's kind of fascinating where it comes from. And also this notion, I, again, I think this, this idea of imaginary servitude, he's punning on this idea of the, um, the imaginary, the, um, that he's the, kind of introducing here, but it's another, um, shot, I think at, um, at, at Sartre. And this kind of, again, this like servitude, this, this like large scale kind of societal, like repr- uh, repressive apparatus that right. he's seeing in existentialism. And, mm-hmm. Uh, I want to suggest something, Todd. What if you replace the word "love" with "spirit"?
1: Yeah, and, Geist. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah I, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think I think there might be something there. Um, yeah. yeah, that psychoanalysis alone recognizes the knot of imaginary servitude that spirit must always untie a newer. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, so I think I think again that's where he's being like Hegelian, or, or maybe 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 he thinks he's not being Hegelian there, and like if well, I think he does little, think he is, I think you're yeah, right. I think he okay.
1: does. I, think he, I mean, because love is incredibly important for Hegel, right? Like love is the yeah. like Hegel basically turns love is what becomes the concept for him. So it's an interesting, yeah. and he 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 becomes Hegel when he mm-hmm. discovers the idea of, of the the power of love, to quote Huey Lewis. In the news. So, <laughs> yeah, so. It's a curious thing, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so at the, the end, I think he does get to this. Um, this is a, the, the, We kind of accompany the patient to the ecstatic limit of the thou art that, where the mm-hmm. cipher of his moral destiny has revealed him. I kind of like that. I kind of yeah. like that, you know, the thou art that. And this is something that comes up in the seminars as well, this idea of like that's the point of, of psychoanalysis is to get the subject to recognize that you you are that thing that you think is, that thing that's alien to you, that you think is not you, that you are that, and pin, pin the symbolic destiny on the subject. And so I, I think that's pretty good. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna. I, you know, my hostility to this essay is, is shown throughout, I guess. But I, I, <laughs> no, do,
0: but I yeah, go Nail on. it down. Let, let go out. What's your? If you. Okay, um, so it's funny if you were the I president it, of theory. Uh, what would
1: you uh, do? I would. Do the I was the president of theory. I would actually. I would. I'd put it on a fire. Like I would burn <laughs> it up. I would not. I would not. You know, like if I yeah. was if I was Goebbels, I would have this would have been on the fire. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, you know because. It's you know I think I, I just think the problem with burning books is we don't burn the right ones and I think this is one we should have burned, <laughs> uh, and I think it's you know the outsized influence it has has made so many people understand Lacan in the wrong way, mm-hmm. get the wrong, or or embrace Lacan for the wrong reason, mm-hmm. dismiss Lacan for the wrong reason. Mm-hmm. Associate, and this is the big thing associate Lacan with whatever we could mean by the term post structuralism, which I will, in a later episode, we'll try to destroy that idea. Um, <laughs> so I think that, I think that, and, and also just to, you know, the, the damage that it did to film theory alone is, mm. is, is just, I think, incalculable. I mean, I just really feel like they're just this, this terrible misstep that then can't be subsequently corrected. Like I, Joan Kobjek, Mm-hmm. Me, other people have tried to write to a corrective of psychoanalysis yeah, within yeah. film theory, and it just hasn't taken. Like people still think psychoanalytic film theory is uh, Christian Metz and Laura Mulvey. So it's yeah. like it's yeah. kind of and, and mirror stage. So it's 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 just I find it kind of maddening. And I I you know part of, obviously Lacan isn't to blame for his for the way it's gotten. You know I mean was Hitler to blame for the way mind? Co- I'm sorry I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I was just joking. Um, Ilacat himself is not to blame, of course, for the way it got got t- taken up and ran with. But I do mm-hmm. think there there's a kind of a grave error about the way. And I think uh, you've pinned it down that the the attacking Sart is the real like mm-hmm. that's the motivation. I think it's I think it's a motivation in bad faith. And I think that that you know I think because in a way as we talked about in the existentialism episode i think psychoanalysis and existentialism aren't that far apart and yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's almost like we're getting here the narcissism of small differences that freud talks about yeah yeah so anyway so that's my that's by the way i wrote an essay saying this <laughs> and uh, it's it's never gotten published. I've sent it out to a few. The one journal got it. I got it back, and the guy's like, "Well, I, I'm pretty convinced by it, but you shouldn't publish it." This <laughs> 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 is a great well, reading. I mean, you know, it's cool.
0: Well, I mean, this is well. I was. Uh, I mean, this is just the thing about you is that like, I, I started talking to you about like, what if we co-wrote a book on like a new introduction to psychoanalysis, and you were like, "Oh, this essay on mirror stage, you could put it right in there," and I was just like, flattened. I came up with an idea for something, and I'm behind because of you. Unbelievable! I'm I'm am behind now.
1: <laughs> what do you mean you're behind? Did you really I'm say behind.
0: that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I said that. To you. We did this last last time we recorded. I, I I had an idea for a book. You have a chapter written already it was my idea I'm oh yeah yeah, the, yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: okay i thought you said we should include the mirror stage essay in the no. book oh, God. no 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 okay. yeah. no 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 that
0: that no no your on essay on, on yeah, it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 not yeah. this yeah
1: uh, um, it's it's one of the many i have hillary jokes that i have more essays that have been rejected than i do that have actually been published so it's one of those it's sitting somewhere in my computer never to be I can Never be your you,
0: I can be the uh, the George Martin to your Beatles and like re-release the uh the the demos the like, dem- after, <laughs> after 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 you're gone and then after I'm gone like if I have children then they can do even more cuz that's what G- uh, Giles Martin George Ar- Oh George really? Martin, yeah, George. Wow. Martin. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's also he's remixed and, and reissued um uh uh most recently Abbey Road but white album and uh uh, Sergeant Pepper's. It sounds pretty good, and, there's, and so there's some good stuff. So there, you don't but, think it's
1: a total yeah. waste because I, I basically no. think if it doesn't come out, just I mean I, I, there are exceptions, I guess, where something that's really great didn't get didn't come out in the person's mm-hmm. lifetime. But most of the time, the editors make the right decision. <laughs> like they you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's you know because because for one thing, the f- person can almost force it out if they really wanted to come out. I said like that. I, I suppose c- that's true. Yeah. You know, especially nowadays, like I could find some. Journal on the web, and I could just say, Can you please publish this? And I think they would do it. So, mm-hmm. so, I, and I just clearly, and something's holding me back. One of the things maybe is that this woman, this friend of mine, Manya Steinkuhler, I gave the talk that became the essay
0: mm-hmm.
1: at, at this conference called Psychoanalysis on Ice. And she said, You know, a lot of people have come up to me and said, I usually like what Todd has to say, but this isn't his best work. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I thought, I of course interpreted it as they just don't like the fact that I'm attacking anything about Lacan, right?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or,
1: mm-hmm. or, or mirror stage, they're invested in mirror stage, but maybe she's right. You know, maybe it's true that it was just, it just is kind of like not that great. So.
0: Well, listen, send me the essay and maybe, uh, I'll, I'll soften it because what I, I actually think that what, um, I think that what we did in this, um, in this podcast and this read through and our, in this sing along, um, was to pull out, um, aspects of the, of the essay that aren't normally talked about. I, I, have not really like I've been very recently a graduate student and I have read this in a number of different of seminars, both as undergrad and and, uh, in different levels of grad school. And not in
1: mine, I bet.
0: No, not in yours, obviously, (laughs) but (laughs) the, the SART and the Hegel aspects of this were never brought up, never brought up. Right. And part of the reason is I don't have it. I don't have it in front of me, but I'm, I know that the, uh, the, the Norton it like cuts this up a little bit and makes it even shorter. Really, very at all it's like a seven-page essay. Yeah, I mean, just that, like you know, because they've got all kinds of other stuff, and I think they right. think just the part where he's saying that's a fundamental misrecognition that is the like the the birth of subjectivity um, in this essay is that's the most important part. So we're going to put that in there, and that's representative I of see. Lacan, and then I we've see. got it boxed, and we just we move on to something else. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. Um and but so anyway, I think that uh you know You're you're, you're not
1: as radical as me on this, right? I mean no, you basically
0: we, But you think I, you
1: you don't think I'm crazy, but you just think No I don't think you're
0: crazy. No no I don't think you're crazy. I just I think that uh Well I think if we got rid of it then your uh your position on it doesn't matter. Right. Right. And I right. think that's a problem. I think that like I think you're like it's a lot better to like, we need to preserve the, the, the essay, but it needs to have to undergo this radical rethink, not to, we need to junk this and replace it with something else. Because I think, well, uh, I think enough. as an
1: introduction to Lacan, we need to replace it with something else. I, I do think
0: Yeah, that. that's interesting. I, yeah, do, well, I think uh,
1: we need something. We just, I mean, just pick out a little piece from Seminar 11 and make that sure. the introduction. Yeah.
0: Sure, I certainly, I mean, but this is the point, at, like, it's really funny because Lacan doesn't even think this is a good introduction to Lacan because no. he doesn't, he doesn't make right. it the first thing in right. the agree He makes it the pro and letter uh, lecture from Seminar right. 2. Um, Which
1: he must have he must have read Ryan Engley's book to do that.
0: Well, that would be pretty special for, yeah, for yeah. two notable handicaps. He's dead, yeah. and I haven't written it. So yeah. Uh, the yeah no, but that, that's so he does not even uh, uh, regard it in the way right. that like right. culture would. Um, and of course, right. you know, with with the lines that you pointed out from seminars One and Two, he was already starting to push back against that. And it's just like I think it's so tendentiously put in the ACRE, It's the third. Um, essay in the second section and it's like it's like just prominent enough because people will be looking for it but not prominent enough to be the first thing so you know it's like a real careful uh like managing yeah. of expectations about well, it. well
1: you're also right that he that people were shocked that it wasn't first so that, that it is true that he he was doing something and it clearly it's out of like the poor letter thing is out of chronological order right um, but but people it, people because this wouldn't necessarily have to be first chronologically. I don't think mm-hmm. would it be? Uh, maybe it would have been because there there are like the family complexes and that stuff is not in the acre. So, so I mean he yeah. did. I think he, he, the things that were writ, written earlier are not in the acre. So maybe this would have been first.
0: Well, it's also I mean he also references in the beginning that he did this 13 years ago. So. Right. You know, you're reading a thing that was that he delivers in 1949, but the point is that he did it in 1936. So, like, I mean, as far if you want, like, if you want to talk about what's primary, right? Like, I mean, this 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 almost comes before before anything else. Uh, well, family in a, in a complexes is 35, so 35. So, okay. Yeah, but yeah,
1: but it but it's interesting because family complexes mentions mirror stage. So you're right, mirror stage <laughs> is really right there yeah. at the beginning of his intellectual career when he's really come, you know, first coming into being as a thinker. So. so
0: that's why I think it's still important. And that's why in our reintroduction is to say that like, look, um, Etienne Balabar does this like really nicely in this short book. That's like a nice introduction to Marx is he makes it clear that Marx was not a Marxist. And then he kind of, the rest of the book like implicitly and explicitly shows you like what, why he, why Marx would have said that and what, what it means, like what a philosophy of Marx really means. And I think that, that this would be a nice, Reintroduction to psychoanalysis to say like look Lacan doesn't even think this is a proper introduction to the idea but Norton does and all these other and so we're not gonna replace it with something else we're gonna go through this and show you how it's not and I think that you know we we kind of this is like a dry run this like this episode um but also to pull out of it what is more relevant like for the for the future of Lacan's thought and it's certainly like I mean you know you can you can like so much of um, of, of Slavoj's uh, career is like p- pulling out where Lacan is Hegelian, and right. uh, and I think that it like it's here, and that's that maybe is the, the more important parts. Yeah, here, is yeah, where he is, yeah. where 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 he where he tries to be, where he fails to be. Like I think that 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 makes it um, productive. But this is this is part of my whole. Like I'm kind of committed to to this particular position, Todd, because of my my idea that the the bad episode is the um, right. is the no, is more makes, important. Yeah yeah, so, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I got you. I got gotcha. gotcha. you. Yeah. That makes sense to me. I think it's good. I mean, I think we also. I, I should say I welcome any any comments showing that i'm i'm totally wrong and you know i did i had an interesting i was talking with Molly Rothenberg while we were walking in a park and i'm like i mentioned my little thesis and she's like no but don't you think and then she had this amazing way of teaching the mirror stage as a way to uncover the gaze and i'm like okay yeah but it's only because you're Molly Rothenberg and it's not because of that text that you can do that you know yeah, yeah.
0: right 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 well i mean yeah. i think so that's where i, I would agree to, to not do because then you're doing um you're doing lacan where you're putting in the thing what's not there right, uh, right, or, right. or or er, you know it's the like again it's like like i think like we, we tried to be really fair that it's it's implied at certain points some of the things he would say later but there are no the way that he emphasizes them later it, it, he claims that that's the most important part and that other people just missed it like that's the thing and that's the thing in seminar 10 it is, is that, true. It is yeah. true. But
1: it's funny that I've ta- I've made this point to several prominent Lacanians. So Molly is one of them. The only mm-hmm. person that has agreed with me is Slavoy He thinks I'm he thinks it's totally right. But um so I, I made it to Molly Rothenberg. She kind of just she or she just said, No, no I see some use in it. Mm-hmm. Danny Nobis said, I'm crazy. It's, it's valuable. <laughs> and Gila Gofey said, You don't you don't know how to read the text. So Gila Gofe is a really smart guy. He wrote a great book on Avjaya and the and the and feminine sexuality, mm-hmm. and he's a really smart guy. And he he's like you just didn't know how to, you don't know how to read the text. So, <laughs> so uh, and I, he's friendly to me. So it wasn't a mean thing that he just you know he did <laughs> he, just, he just said it because he was trying to be honest. But so yeah. I do think it's a not uh, I shouldn't we shouldn't give this as the this is heterodox, right? Like it's, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. The, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not the it's not the. Is that the the dominant way of seeing things?
0: Yeah, I mean, like even I guess that that's true because it's even within psychoanalytic circles that the text is looked upon favorably. Um, So, but I but I but I I see your point that like there needs to be a way that we separate from this so that it doesn't uh, fall into the mainstream reception of the text, right? Right. You know, like like those two cannot be um, even even though. like, you know, uh, Molly is appreciating it for very different reasons than Norton puts it in for the importance, but, like, the the those two, like, cannot be uh, thought of as co-equal, and it can't just rest on, maybe this is what your point is, like, it can't just rest on, like, Mo- Molly's teaching of it. Like, there right. needs to be, like, a larger, like, right. apparatus to push right. back against this, like, right. in a certain way. So right. I think every, so I guess I would say, like... Because the think,
1: greatness like, of Molly Rothenberg could turn anything into a great, tech. you know, like, she's just a, she's a great reader, so she can make anything... Yeah,
0: like Excessive Subjects is a, yeah. w- a wonderful book.
1: Yeah, that's her a great book. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. And I mean so yeah, so, But the, the title of my essay by the way is I think <laughs> so Simone de Beauvoir wrote this wrote this essay called Fautiel Brûlé Sade. Must we burn sod? And Uh so, so my my essay is we should burn the mirror stage or something like that. So so I really, I just you know, it wasn't like I sent it out to a journal saying, oh, here's this subtle, nice little thing. (laughs) Here's a hatchet job
0: on a canonical text. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So I deserved it. So anyway,
0: that's pretty funny. Well, we'll see sure. if it sees the light of day. We'll uh, <laughs> see. I, I bet it will not.
1: Anyway, uh, so the the lesson is – I mean, my lesson is start reading Lacan somewhere else. So that's a nice way to put it, right?
0: <laughs> a, that is a kind way of putting it or read okay. Molly and R- Rothenberg.
1: Right, read, read, read excessive subject. That's a good way to go. So then you yeah. won't be misled. Okay. <laughs> Over and out, Ryan.
0: Over and out, Todd. <laughs>